0: Good afternoon. Welcome to the Eco News Report. I'm your host this week, Jennifer Cald, director of Humboldt Baykeeper. The Eco News Report is brought to you by the North Coast Environmental Center, publisher of our regional environmental newspaper, Eco News. Today I'm joined in the studio by Jasmine Segura, Baykeeper's Tours Coordinator, and our guests from English Express, a nonprofit English language school. Marianne Heitkin is the program leader and teacher. Ray Valdivia is the program assistant and Spencer Gray is a volunteer with English Express. Thanks so much for being on the Econews report today, everybody.
1: Thank, Thank you, you Jennifer. Thank you.
0: <laughs> so Marianne, why don't you start off telling us what is English Express and just an overview of what you do there?
1: English Express is Humboldt County's own local nonprofit English language development class. It's a DreamMaker project of the Ink People and we opened our doors in June of 2016. English Express is unique and innovative in the sense that it not only offers best practices English language development, it also offers direct connections to community services for our language learners in the form of guest speakers that come and offer small introductory presentations about the service that they provide in our Humboldt County community. And we also provide our students with field trips to various places around Humboldt County, which not only allows our students to learn more about the area that they're now calling home, but also it gives our more longtime residents here in Humboldt County a chance to meet them. And I should say that English Express is the subject of the cover
0: story on the current issue of the North Coast Journal, which is a really wonderful story by Linda Stansberry that talks about all the great work that you're doing and how you came to to be doing this work. But we'll talk a little bit more about that. But Jasmine, why don't you give the listeners an overview of the Bay Tours program of Humboldt Baykeeper and, and how we work with English Express to sort of set the stage for why we're having this conversation?
2: Well, at Humboldt Baykeeper, we feel that the environment is not exclusive. And through programs like this, by taking people out on the water and educating them about the bay in general, the health of it, and having a good time out on the water, I think people become better stewards of
0: it. And working with people like Marianne at English Express has brought us closer to a a different population that normally we wouldn't have reached maybe in maybe earlier I should say that we have funding from the California Coastal Conservancy that this is our fourth year of you know working with Spanish speaking residents in particular to try and be more inclusive in our Bay Tours program. And we've learned a lot in that time. Really Jasmine has done a fantastic job building partnerships with not only Marianne and the other folks at English Express, but we're also doing tours for teenagers in Eureka in coordination with the Eureka Parks and Rec department so it's just been a great way to get more people out on the water. Our tours are free because we pay for the boats, equipment, certified guides, and all the gear you need with grant funding. And so it's a great way for people who've never been out on Humboldt Bay to either go out on a charter tour of the Madiket or... A kayak with center activities at the Aquatic Center in Eureka. And then we've also been doing motorboat tours with the Humboldt Bay Harbor Recreation and Conservation District. And those tours are all free, led by docents who talk about the natural history and the human history and how Baykeeper works to protect Humboldt Bay. And Jasmine is is fluent in Spanish, so you've been translating our materials and interpreting our tours, and this is year four. So next year we're going to expand these tours as well as doing some of our regular public tours as well. Yeah, every year we're always looking for ways to be more inclusive and diversify our the types of tours that we have, and hopefully this next year will be bigger and better. So, Marianne, why don't you tell us about a little bit about your background and how you came to be teaching English as a second language or ESL classes, which now have a new name, English Language Development, right? Yes. ELD. ELD. Okay.
1: And it's probably already something else, and I may not be aware
0: of
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to change very quickly. I've always been attracted to people from other cultures, other races, and this goes back to childhood. My first memory is when my neighbors... Bill Schauser, who's a local Eureka High School science teacher for many years, hosted two foreign exchange students from Japan. And it was during the summer, and that summer my family had bought what we called then a ping-pong table. Every morning, these two Japanese boys would jump over the fence that separated our two houses, and we would play ping-pong. And we did not share one word in common, but what we did share in common was laughter and it was one of the things from my childhood that I'll never forget that brought me great joy. And over the years, many of my friends were from different cultures here in Humboldt County through, you know, my public school circle of friends. And fast forward to my years as a student at Humboldt State University, I was working towards my teaching credential in English. And at that time, one of my professors was Dr. Amita Reitzel here at Humboldt. And she came up to me one day and said, Marianne, for some reason, I think you'd really be interested in this. It's a new program at Humboldt called English as a Second Language. And immediately my heart just burst open. I knew it was the thing I'd been looking for, and I graduated shortly after with my ESL certification. My teaching career has taken me to San Diego, overseas to East Africa in Tanzania, back to the United States via a one-year stop in the Bay Area and then back home to Humboldt County. That's, uh,
0: that's quite a tale. That's, it's inspirational, really. You know, you, I have been teaching here on campus a little bit, and it's hard to really convey how much to young people that you just really never know where all these different things are going to lead in your life and how you end up doing the work that, that we all ended up doing.
1: Well, people have asked me, how do I know what my life's passion is? Because they see that this is who I am when I'm teaching my program and I have them answer one question, what is the one thing that you cannot not do? And then you follow that without hesitation. And really that's what launched English Express at the time I was teaching adult education and I was realizing that I had more to offer than I had the opportunity you know, to offer within the current community college setting that I was in. For example, the guest speakers that come in and the field trips that I wanted to take, and students were requesting things that I couldn't quite fit into a more traditional classroom setting. So one summer I took that leap of faith and followed my yes. And I decided if it was meant to be, the grant monies would come. And if not, then I will just see what happens next. And the grant monies came in, and they haven't stopped since. Oh, that's wonderful. So
0: that's, that's an interesting question to, to answer. Who does fund English Express? Where do you get those grant funds?
1: So I'm really grateful to say that English Express is funded by many different groups in Humboldt County. St. Joseph Health was my first funder when I first launched English Express in Eureka. The McLean Foundation came on board, and the Humboldt Area Foundation, Rose Perrinan, and the Headwaters Fund when English Express expanded to Fortuna in the Southdale River Valley area. They've also covered our newest offering down in Redway for the Southern Humboldt language learners. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. I don't want to forget anybody. No, that was everybody. Okay. That was everybody. English Express is also funded by donations from Humboldt County residents. And I'm excited to share that this week we launched our Sponsor a Student campaign. And I'll give our contact information at the end of the show if any Mm -hmm. listeners out there would like to sponsor a student for a semester and make sure this program continues. That's fantastic.
0: Because that way you know your money is really going to a person and not just some, you know, black hole that ends up being spent on who knows what. Like, you know. So... So Ray, why don't you tell us a little bit about your work with English Express and what you do there?
3: Well, many of the things I do at class is work as an interpreter for most of the low level students and we we we're a multi level class so we have people who speak very who speak barely English and we got people who are almost fluent but they got like issues writing or hearing so um, one of the things I I do is work as an interpreter in the class. Many of the students don't feel comfortable enough to ask questions in English because of their English level or that are afraid of not being understood by Marianne. But also one of the things that I do for the program is participate in in class as well with with other volunteers where we pretty much divide the class into groups depending on, on their levels and take the time to teach them how to properly write sentences or pronounce words depending on their needs.
0: So, tell us a little bit about the students, what countries they represent,
1: and how, you know, how... So, since English Express launched in, in the summer of 2016, the English Express student body has included students from Afghanistan, Cambodia, China, Chile, Colombia, Dominican Republic, El Salvador... Guatemala, Japan, Laos, Mexico, Pakistan, Senegal, Thailand. And we had our very first student from the Ukraine last semester, and his wife is joining us next week. Wow. Very cool. It's amazing to think of
0: how people from all over the world end up in Humboldt County. And I bet there's a lot of fascinating stories about, you know, how how does somebody from the Ukraine, I always wonder how people from, say, Boston and Rhode Island end up here, but <laughs> so so Spencer, tell us about your role at English Express. You're a volunteer.
2: Yeah, so I've been in a, a volunteer for with Marianne and English Express before it was actually born, when she was still under the working for CR as an English class, and in the transition. I mean I was only a volunteer at first and then as she was phasing out of working with CR and starting her own class she asked me if I wanted to carry over my work with her and I was of course I was elated and I was super excited to continue working with Marianne because she's been such a she's such a great person so positive and wants to help the people which is obvious with what she's done with things expressed up to this point and so I took that opportunity and I've been working with her and I essentially play the role as a, a TA, a teacher's assistant in the classroom. I'll be up when she's doing one thing with the students, I'll be at the board writing the sentences, or I'll be involved in group work, as Ray was saying beforehand. And I had the opportunity to actually I went and studied in Spain for one year, which allowed me to gain almost fluency in Spanish, so I can also help with the students feel a little bit more comfortable if they don't have the abilities to express themselves in English, which helps the flow of the classroom so well. And one thing that I really enjoy about being in this class is it is, Marian has really created a sense of community in in this class because initially when she was under CR, it was kind of a little more rigidly structured. There was a expectations of the students to take a test and continue and go to CR and start themselves to further their education essentially and a lot of these students they come from working all day they really don't have it in their mind that they're going to go to university or something like this so what Marianne has done with English Express is she's taken all these the the pressures you could say of the expectations of the outside world and she's ridden the class of that and she's allowed them to be it's almost relaxing when they enter the classroom because they walk into the class and every day they see the people who are, who are there weekly, who've been there with Marianne for two years almost. And one of the great things is anytime there's a new student, class stops. Every, every student introduces themselves to the new student to create the connection of the community within it, within the classroom. And to go back to what Marianne was saying about her experience with the Japanese students, exchange students is laughter, and I think Marianne brings that to the table every day in class, is there's, there's no one who doesn't not laugh during class, and even though I find myself, I'm in stitches, I can't, I have to stop what I'm doing, take a breath, because Marianne's antics, they're, they're great, and they help loosen everyone up, they create an atmosphere of learning and of caring, and that's something I really enjoy about being in class every week.
0: So I imagine that a lot of the students have challenges that they help each other with and that you help them with that are way beyond what you would be doing in a, in a college class type of a setting. I noticed on your website, one of, the, one of the classes has to do with pursuing citizenship. And, you know, so it's really sounds like you're dealing with a lot more life issues than a traditional classroom
1: setting. Yeah, English Express is really what I call a whole person program, so we do have those students who you know plan on at some point transitioning to some community college courses, but the majority of them are simply looking for everyday English and support in their personal lives. And Beth Niemeyer, who is the teacher for Towards Citizenship, approached me after English Express had been up and running about one semester, and I love the idea. That's definitely a need, and Beth is an amazing instructor. So we found the grant money. It came quickly, and we've now been offering towards citizenship for two semesters. It will continue into January in both Eureka and Fortuna. And This is a wonderful class that prepares students to take the exam and also the interview for citizenship. And We had our first student received citizenship Maria Garcia who's on the cover of the North Coast Journal issue you spoke of so we're very excited for her and we're starting to see the results now that's amazing
0: do you want to talk speak in Spanish a little bit for listeners who might be interested in that class and and talk about the dates and when people can
1: what I'd like to do is do it in English because we have a lot of students who are not a lot but we do have a number of students who are not Spanish speakers Okay. So I think I'd like to share it in English and then have Ray do the Spanish. Okay,
0: that sounds program. good. So when when is that class starting up again, and where can people find out about it?
1: Okay, so English Express is a year-round program. So we can be found at Jefferson Community Center on Tuesday and Thursday nights from 6 to 7.30 for the Eureka class. For those Fortuna students, we are at the Multigenerational Center also on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 11.30 to 1.00. And for our Southern Humboldt students, we are at the Southern Humboldt Family Resource Center, which is on the Redway Elementary School campus, and we are there every Friday from 4.30 to 6. All English Express classes are free. Childcare is provided for free. Materials are provided for free. And it's all grant-funded
0: or funded by private donations. Correct.
1: So, if you're just joining us, this
0: is Jen Kalt with Humboldt Baykeeper, and you're listening to the Eco News Report. And my guests today are all from English Express, which is an English language development course or school, rather, that is a nonprofit, all grant-funded operation here in Humboldt County, and obviously much more than just a language school.
1: You know, the majority of our, of our students hear about us from word of mouth. This is a population that's very networked, very close. So word of mouth is definitely number one. We do have a Facebook page at English Express Humboldt. We have about 900 people on our Facebook page. The majority of those are Spanish speakers. And we also do some advertising. For example, this type of advertising, there's a Spanish-English journal through HSU, leñador. We advertise in there as well. But I would say mostly word of mouth and the flyers that we put up all around the community. Uh, The best way to reach us is uh, at EnglishExpressHumboldt.org. There's a promotional video that's a little over three minutes. That's very informative and all the information about the classes as well.
0: Yeah, it was really enjoyable because there are a bunch of students talking about their experience. That's great. And... Yeah, unfortunately, none of the students could come today because they're all working, they're working. of course. <laughs> and so hopefully, we can bring some recording equipment to your class one day and. Record some some students talking about their experiences because that's a really, you know, this is, this is something Jasmine and I have discovered on our journey to include more Spanish-speaking residents in our programs is that it's really important to go to activities that they're already at with their families or there's a big movement in the environmental world, you know, advocacy world and conservation world to try and... Um, incorporate people of color into our programs and and you don't just do that by saying hey come to our thing Mm -hmm. and so jasmine's been doing a great job building those partnerships and going and working with you and building relationships with students at english express and this summer we're hoping to get enough funding to do a couple of new programs with them including kayak tours and hike on the Hekshari Trail in Eureka where we can talk about native plants because Jasmine and I both have botany backgrounds. And and then we also are hatching an idea on teaching teenagers how to fish because there's so many wonderful fishing opportunities around here and lots of fishermen or women who love to go fishing and would love to teach teenagers how to fish. So we're hoping... Hoping to get some funding to do that as well.
1: I appreciate your efforts at bringing in, you know, this population in Humboldt because it's much larger than people realize. There are a lot of local businesses that are. On the same page that you are, and this is what's made the field trips such a success, the Redwood Coast Music Festival donated enough bracelets for every student to attend. The Carson Mansion gave us a tour. The Morris Graves Museum, we had a tour with John Porter just last week at the Benbow Inn. Clendenin's Apple Farm, Blue Ox Mill, these are all places that the students have been introduced to, but these are, you know, from the other perspective, these are locally owned businesses that are welcoming these people to our community and want to support them, want them to feel appreciated and valued. It's like, yes, come see our place. Come join us.
3: Las clases de English Express son todo el año y son los martes y jueves en Eureka, en el Centro Comunitario Jefferson, de six a siete y media de la tarde, en Fortuna, en el Centro Multigeneracional, de once y media a una de la tarde, y en, Red, en, en Redway son en el Redwood Resource Family Center todos los viernes de cuatro y media de la tarde a 6 de la tarde y tenemos a guardería de niños para todas las clases.
1: And we will be on vacation for 2 weeks for the winter break starting next week and classes will resume on January
3: 9th. Y vamos a estar en vacaciones empezando la semana que que entra. Y las clases van a resumir el, en, en, el 9 de enero de 2018.
0: And is there a phone number where people can reach you if they don't have internet
1: access? Yes, please call us at 707-443-5021.
3: El 707-443-5021. Si tienen alguna pregunta, hablamos español. One of, one of the things I like about English Express is that it shows the the immigrant community and I'm talking about someone who has been living in the States for 20 years, as well as someone who's who just got here a week ago. It shows them where to get basic stuff when they need help. Like one of the examples is what seem very normal for everybody, you know, like a food bank might not be of their knowledge. And that's one of the greatest things that English Express brings to the community. It shows them the support that there is. And to be honest, as an immigrant, I didn't didn't have idea of how much support there is for everybody. And as they are learning, I'm learning as well. And Marion can give you one of the examples of such a great support. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, got, wow, it's
3: like break. well, you I'm got traveling
1: you, with you and what you're I, saying. I, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to like
3: pick the best ones, but I think it's sh- we should talk about the best yeah, ones. Yeah, an
1: example. Well,
3: I think the food bank is a good one. You and know, I mean, you connect them with like. Family services
1: Judith, and
2: Judith. stuff like
1: that. Yeah, you know, one, one of my, there are so many examples, but the one that I'm being given right now that's coming back here to my memory is one of my guest speakers was a pharmacist from a local pharmacy who was also bilingual. And he was very passionate about helping, you know, these language learners. And during his presentation, the students felt safe enough. Again, that's part of the idea. We bring the guest speakers to them in their safe place. They really started to open up about the health problems that they were having. Now, granted, he was not a doctor and couldn't give advice, but he listened and just having someone to listen to them about their various health problems and challenges meant a lot to them. And he actually stayed after class for at least half an hour just to listen to their concerns. You know, he was able to say, well, we have Open Door Clinic. We have, you know, these different places that you can go to for medical advice. But that is one of the challenges of the students coming to class are, are health issues. So it's, it's just, it's an honor to hold space, if that's a term that's familiar to your listeners, or to create a space For all of the support to happen. And she was able to go to the pharmacist a week later and say everything in English. Oh, wow. She came back <laughs> to me later, about a week later, to one of our classes. She's one of my long-term students, and she said, oh, my!" last week I was able to say everything I needed for my refills in English. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can imagine
0: how difficult only because I've been in places where I don't speak the language a few times where just trying to figure out how to get a ticket and get onto the subway is overwhelming, you know, and if you're maybe somebody who's from a really remote rural area, and if you've never used a subway system, even if you do speak the language, it can be difficult. But if you don't speak the language, it's it's overwhelming to try and figure out just really basic, simple things. So,
1: As a local Humboldt County resident, my family's been here five generations. It's been very heartwarming to see how receptive Humboldt County people have been. To our newest neighbors. <laughs> it's been very heartwarming. And just just keeps coming in. Just keeps coming in. So thank you, Humboldt County.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's definitely room for that. So anything
0: else to wrap up? Last thoughts, anybody? <laughs>
3: <laughs> one, one of the things I like about having Mary Ann as, as, as a teacher and, you know, her, she's well-experienced with uh, ESL classes, it's uh, I think she call it on the spot class where the students when she asks the students what would they like to see today during class the students give a response you know let's take go go see a doctor and then she starts talking about the vocabulary that goes all the way from making an appointment through a phone call to actually to being there in the with the doctor.
2: I definitely think that's a positive of this being a non-profit outside community-based thing is that if these students who are coming here and they don't understand the i mean all the services that are available they can ask questions and marianne can be like okay put on hold what i have right now that i have a class plan but there's a problem in the within this community that we need to address because we want them to be able to communicate and integrate themselves into the community so the ability not to have like an overall pressure to feed them somewhere else gives marianne the ability to kind of freestyle at points in class when something comes up i've even found it in when we're doing group work and we've maybe finished an assignment and then questions start coming in like I'll say something in English that they really didn't understand and then we'll go on to like a 10 minute tangent of talking about like the other day I was working with what's the matter. They didn't understand what that like that, what that meant in multiple times when a woman was at work, she, she's asked this question and she could never answer it right. So we were able to, because we have this free open structure, if something comes up that they experience daily in work or in the community or in the, the, the shop when they're going to buy their vegetables or something, we can help fix that. And that's what I really love about it.
0: All right. Why don't you give the contact info one more time in case people want to donate? It is that time of year where a lot of people like to donate to charities. And this is a great charity, obviously, a great nonprofit service that you are offering to so many people. So how do people make
1: a donation to English Express? Okay. Thank you, Jennifer, for your support. So to learn more about the program or to donate, please go to our website, EnglishExpressHumble.org. And you can also call 707-443-5021. I'd like to invite all Humboldt County residents to participate in our newest fundraising campaign. It's called Sponsor a Student. And to learn more about Sponsor a Student, please go to our website at EnglishExpressHumboldt.org. You can also call us at 707-443-5021. And by sponsoring a student, you'll bring much-needed resources speakers, all the materials you know, that your typical nonprofit needs to stay alive. Thank you very much in advance.
0: And I'm looking at that website right now, and it says Ink People Center for the Arts because that's your fiscal sponsor. So yes. thanks to Ink People for, for doing that. Thank you, Libby that.
1: Maynard, for believing in me from the very beginning. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much,
0: all of you, for being here today. Thank, Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you thanks so much. This has been the Eco News Report. My name is Jennifer Calt with Humboldt Baykeeper, and I've been your host for the past half hour. I was speaking with Marianne Heitken, Raul Valdivia, and Spencer Gray of English Express, and Jasmine Segura, Humboldt Baykeeper's Tours Coordinator. If you have any questions or comments about this program, please call our listener comment line at 826-6089. If you'd like to replay this interview or share it with others, you can go to the KHSU archives at KHSU.org. And now we're podcasting too. So you can subscribe at iTunes. The EcoNews Report is produced at Humboldt State University in cooperation with the North Coast Environmental Center. Many thanks to Fred McLaughlin for engineering. Join us again next week for the Eco News Report.